Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Meet or on the rocks. It's the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Yeah, I was very uh, pleased and impressed with, uh, with the balance there, really. Um, you know, they're, they're, all, they're all similar, but all different. And, um, you know, I, I think with, with Tay, you get a lot of veteran leadership. And, uh, and he, you could feel him when he went into the game. Um, I think it was uh, maybe on our first or second touchdown. Um, but, you know, and, and all three really pride themselves on the, on the protection, the pass protection piece as well, and catch the ball out of the back. So uh, I think they've done a really good job coaching. Bills head coach Sean McDermott talking about his backfield. Could you find some value in that Bills backfield if you're starting them in your fantasy lineups this weekend? We bring in Tony Cotillo, Win Daily Sports. Love talking fantasy football here in the sports bar. Tony, uh, how's week two treating you and and how excited are you for week three now considering uh, we've got a lot of injuries to deal with. We've got a lot of kind of patching up to do with our lineups here. How are you, bud? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? I'm, I'm doing better than Nick Chubb, I'll tell you that, man. I, that poor that poor guy couldn't happen to a nicer guy, man. I'm telling you, it's such a shame. Uh, I, I, I kind of cringed watching it. And I'll be honest with you, just looking at it this week coming up, it's almost like we talked about in the offseason. It's like zero running back theory. It, it, you know, you, you essentially have to treat the running backs as fantasy like, you're, like they're honestly doing in the NFL because they just come and go so easily and they're left with nothing. So if we're looking tonight at the waiver wire, and certainly Chubb owners are going to have to do this, uh, Jerome Ford, I mean, is that how, well, it is a drop-off, but how big would that be if you end up having to plug in Ford? And uh, this idea that Kareem Hunt is visiting, I mean, is Kareem Hunt anything more than a flyer at this point? And can I add add in there too, Tony, if you have a a free agent auction budget, uh, what would you, how much of your budget would you invest in somebody like uh, Jerome Ford? Honestly, I think I would invest everything in Jerome Ford, uh, you know, and, and, and here's why. And, and this is to take nothing away from Nick Chubb, but, you know, you guys have watched football just as long as I do, probably longer. And if you remember uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, Gary Kubiak had one heck of a roster of running backs out there in Denver, whether it be Mike Anderson, whether it be Alanis Gary, whether it be Clinton Portis, they were built behind the run. That's what this Kevin Stefanski team is built behind. The line is there. The line hasn't changed. And you saw Jerome Ford go off last night. Not to say it's going to happen every week, but he's going to be the one guy right now that I think you can lean on. And and looking at you know all the options out there, I mean, you're not going to go spend a budget on Matt Breida. Nobody wants Matt Breida. Nobody wants Tony Jones, right? You're, yeah. you're going to have Kamara back in a week. So, you know, I'm looking at Jerome Ford as obviously the number one option just based on that offensive line alone. Well, when we're looking at the Steelers, I think most of us would say the eye test, 
Uh, Jalen Warren seems to be the better running back. And you think actually the Steelers will kind of go in this direction as the season goes along more Warren and less Najee Harris. I really do, guys. Uh, you know, you, you guys remember when I, I was on here in the preseason, that was my biggest prediction, man, was Warren will be the RB1 by the end of the year. And listen, they've given Najee Harris every opportunity, right? And and the eye test, he just doesn't pass for me. He just doesn't do it. Now, you know, his, his yards per carry is a little in boast because he had a couple big plays. But besides that, I mean, we're talking about a, a running back that's rushed for 74 yards in two games, and he's getting zero targets. That's the thing you have to look at. From a pass-catching perspective, you already have nine receptions for Jalen Warren with 12 targets. He's averaging six targets per game, and that's only going to go up and average a 16.5 yards per carry or, or per catch for the receiving area. So he's definitely, to me, he's the sneaky handcuff. He's the stash that you should really go out and find and put on your, your roster. I'm talking to Tony Cotillo, Windaily Sports, some fantasy football here on the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Something smells rotten with the Chargers, Tony, and I don't know how you're feeling. Austin Eckler has usually been reliable in terms of his health. He didn't miss any games last year. He only missed one in 2021. We know that there's an ankle injury that kept him out of week two, but now we're hearing from from Coach Staley that you know there's no timetable to his return, what do you do if you had shares in Eckler? Man, I'll tell you. And that's what's crazy. If you think about it, think about the guys that have gone down, right? You know, Eckler, Saquon Barkley, J.K. Dobbins, Nick Chubb. I mean, and then nobody's even talking about the whole Derrick Henry issue where Tajay Spears is ready to really bite into all his volume. So, you know, this is, this is a major, major problem because a lot of owners took these guys top five top 10 in their drafts and now we're looking at what do we do i mean are, are we going to rely on joshua kelly i mean 13 for 39 last week i know he played a, a tough titans middle of the defense but i mean that's nothing to sneeze about right and and listen this charger seems not as explosive as we thought it was going to be so it, it, it's almost like you have to play this game as a week-to-week kind of matchup you know like you know are they you know what is that that run defense that they're going to face you know is it is it going to be a little lighter you know do you have a kyron williams do you have a you know a, a kenny gainwell a gus edwards a justice hill you're just going to have to play matchups from here on out tony cotillo win daily sports our guest Tony, if we can kind of bring it a little closer to home, uh, the Buffalo Bills last week, nice rebound game. Now, the disclaimer here, and I didn't get your thoughts on that. It was against the Raiders. I don't like the Raiders' defense. Max Crosby aside, but he, even he was invisible in this game. But what you saw out of the game plan when you have uh, when you have Cook go over 100 yards in this game, when you have uh, running backs contributing, do you see the Buffalo Bills kind of becoming finally a more balanced attack? Do you feel comfortable enough uh, playing James Cook as an RB2? I really do. I, listen, I, I think he's trending up remarkably. I mean, I know he wasn't the guy that everybody thought he was going to be last week. You know, everybody thought he was going to have this this ball-out week but because he didn't score. But here's what I'm very, very excited about. Again, 10 targets. He, he's involved in the receiving game, at least four catches in each of the first two games. And listen, he's getting the volume. He went from 12 attempts the first week, 17 attempts. He's going to be up to 20 to 23 touches a week. So even without a touchdown, he's not touchdown dependent. He's giving you last week, he's giving you 19 points um, from a running back. And, and that's without scoring. So, uh, you know, it's still an explosive offense. And listen, Josh Allen was 31 to 37. 
and, and a lot of that was because they really defined the game plan a little bit. You know, they brought it in a little more, right? You know, they allowed him to kind of survey the field. You know, listen, 274 for three touchdowns is nothing to sneeze at. More like a Josh Allen game. So I think you should be very, very pleased with James Cook because the only way to go is up. How much of an advantage do you have if you had the foresight or you had the fortitude to get him on the waiver wire after week one to have a guy like Puka Nakua on your lineup, considering that the Rams at one and one offensively look pretty good. Matthew Stafford is looking good through two weeks. He really is. I mean, who? it's like he found a fountain of youth, man. Like, I don't know what, what happened to Matthew Stafford. And I'll tell you what, here's the thing. This is the, the crazy thing about this is this is where we talk about every year when people say, wait on a quarterback in drafts. Wait, I'm, I'm going to wait on a quarterback, right? Everybody says that. Well, now you're seeing it. Now you're, now you're seeing what's happening because everybody that got drafted high, listen, the, the top five quarterbacks right now, Kirk Cousins, number one. Tua, number two, Mahomes, number three, Russell Wilson, number four, Mac Jones, five, Jordan Love, six. So think about that, right? So, you know, and, and you bring up Puka. Here's the issue with Puka. He has been unbelievable. But the question is, what happens, right? What happens when Cooper Cup comes back? Is Cooper Cup going to be healthy enough? Listen, 25 for 266. You know, he's on pace for about 244 catches this year, right? That's not going to happen, right? It's going to slow down. But here's the thing. You know, if I'm a betting man, I would say that Cooper Cuff's not going to be healthy for the entire year. He's going to be in and out of the lineup. So you want as many shares as Puka as you, as you can get. Tony, uh, get your thoughts as we're trying to make uh, lineup decisions here. And you're based in Philadelphia. And yes, the Eagles are 2-0. and But from every Eagle uh, fan that I talk to, mm-hmm. it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's things you kind of got to fix. One of them being the pass defense. You allowed 300 yards against Mac Jones. You let Kirk Cousins, primetime Kirk. That's supposed to be bad. I mean, granted, you won the game. So that leads me to this week. And a team that's actually 2-0 and coming in. Tampa Bay. Are you thinking maybe Baker Mayfield is a streaming option here? Your thoughts on what you saw out of the Eagles? Are they going to tighten things up here? Yeah, well, here's the thing. You know, I will say this. The Eagles had two big-time injuries in the secondary uh, last week, and they had another one during the game in Avante Maddox, who was, who was supposed to step in for Reed Blankenship. So now they were playing three guys, one of them like basically off the practice squad, uh, as one of their corners. So, you know, you had Slay and everybody else. Now, the week before, there's no excuse, right? Because you have Bradbury out there, and you have your starting safeties, and you have Slay. So here's what I will say about this week. The thing I will say to every there's two lines of uh, schools of thought here. Number one, the, the, the right side of the line for Tampa Bay is, is completely trash. And the, the Eagles' defense gets after the quarterback like no other. So look at guys like Hassan Reddick, and Jalen Carter to really make some havoc. But here's the thing about Baker. The one thing, knowing to cover this team locally, that the Eagles struggle with is mobile quarterbacks. When players move outside the pocket, they have a very weak linebacking core right now who cannot really hang with anybody. They, they just brought back Morrow from Chicago, who they cut a week ago, right? So you have Baker, who's really playing hard. He's had some hard runs. So I think he actually could be a decent option this week just based on his running ability alone. 
And because you're there in Philadelphia, I want to get a little sense of what they're doing with that backfield because we saw DeAndre Swift run all over the Vikings. But, man, after week one, it sure felt like Kenneth Gainwell was the guy that they were favoring. If Gainwell gets right and gets comes back from that, that rib injury, do we expect to see more of a 50-50 on that one? Or do you think Swift did enough to command a lion's share of that workload in the backfield? Oh, he definitely did enough, uh, 100%. Now, one thing, you know, being local in Philadelphia, uh, everybody that covered the team, uh, we all knew that Kenneth Gainwell was the guy. He was 100% the guy. He, you know, we knew Rashad Penny was not good. We knew that DeAndre Swift wasn't getting the looks in camp. But I think a lot of that was just learning the play system, learning, you know, learning how to play with Jalen Hurts, learning the offensive play call. It's a pretty extensive playbook that they have in Philadelphia because all of the RPOs. So that's something that I think they just didn't trust DeAndre Swift with at first, but he got pressed into action. I think he opened his eyes up. And now, listen, when you have a beast like that running the way he did, you cannot keep him off the field. So a 50-50 split at least is what you're going to get with DeAndre Swift, if not switching to about 60-40 in favor of D-Swift. Uh, Tony, last one for me, and it's kind of looking at matchups, trying to figure out who to play, who not to. I think you're feeling comfortable with the Miami Dolphins, are you not? Like, okay, it's goal time. But what about the opponent this week, Denver? And I look at the line there, six and a half, I'm thinking, oh, that should be more. And I'm thinking, what is Vegas saying? I think yeah, th- th- there might be some points, I'm, I'm assuming, here from the Broncos. So how comfortable are you with an 0-2 Denver offense in terms of uh, playing uh, them fantasy-wise uh, going down to Miami? Yeah, listen, I, you know, this is an interesting one because I'm a big Sean Payton guy. And and from my recollection, there's no way that Sean Payton's going to go 0-3, in my opinion. Like, I just, I just see it in my mind say there's no way – and the one thing I will say is Russell Wilson's already exceeded, you know, expectations for a fantasy quarterback in two games based on what he's done this year as opposed to last year, right? So, I mean, you're looking at him as a, you know, almost 500 yards, five touchdowns and one pick. Percentage is down a little bit, but he's the, the fifth-ranked quarterback in fantasy right now. He just got Jerry Judy back last week, and what you're seeing is Judy just not right yet, right? So this is another week. He's got a pretty explosive offense out there with Cortland Sutton, who has size and speed, where Judy can go all over. And then you have Marvin Mims, who comes out and just shows he could be the long guy. So he's kind of building what he had in Seattle. And with the play call on a Sean Payton, I think sky's the limit. Right now, they haven't won any games, but at least they've been in them, and they've shown they've been able to score points. So I actually like them this week. No, I know it's Miami, but I'm telling you right now, there's no way that team goes out in three. Tony, uh, you're our fantasy goomba. Let our audience know a little bit more where they can get your work. Yeah, man. Listen, you catch me every single day over at uh, WindailySports.com. Obviously, you can catch me here every other Tuesday. And you catch me on the weekends at Sirius uh, XM Fantasy Channel 87, talking all things fantasy sports and sports betting. Yeah, if you ever need a guest, Tony, on the Sirius show to talk Buffalo Bills, that's my my bit there. I always invite myself. Gene likes to wedge his foot into any door that he sees. Yeah. I like well. I, well, we do need like a Buffalo Insider, so maybe um, you know, because my Buffalo Insider went to Indianapolis, so I may need one really soon. So I might have to look you up. All right, the, 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 you know my number, Tony. Anytime, buddy. I got you, man. I got you. Appreciate Absolutely. you, Tony. Have a great week Thanks. and enjoy your weekend. Thanks, guys. You too. Good luck, Tony Catillo, Wind Daily Sports, talking some fantasy football here in the Sports Bar. We got happy hour right around the corner next, Gita. Before we get to that, who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football? Yeah, who is cold right now? Uh, you have to say the Cleveland Browns, right? And I hate 
kind of saying that, but moving forward, were you encouraged by Deshaun Watson last night? Were you encouraged by what you saw? Uh, you allowed two defensive touchdowns and losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, certainly not good. And and who's hot right now? I don't see anything slowing down for the Miami Dolphins. Finally, they get back home. I mean, you forget that they put up these numbers, both of those games on the road, Tonga Vailoa to Tyreek Hill to Jalen Wild. I think they're going to be just fine going against Denver. I would say that is the team that's hot right now. Who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football brought to you by AirQuip Heating and Air Conditioning. It's fun and challenging to know when to start a player that's heating up or bench one that's cooling off. It is not fun to be too hot or too cold in your home or business. Make the best lineup call you can and call AirQuip today. Happy hour next in the sports bar. Lots to unpack from our conversation with Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard. We talked some bills and commanders. We'll look ahead to uh, Sunday's matchup in Washington. We have time for your calls as well. You can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That's 866-4-FAN, 866-4326, award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, and the new location at 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, goodsmokebbq.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 